And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Hey, welcome in to the Three and Out pregame show. Happy Friday. Hope everybody's had a great week. We finally got some weather that isn't freezing. Uh, it's going to be really, really nice tonight. Gunnersville's at home taking on Sardis, trying to bounce back from a loss at ARAB last week. Gunnersville was able to make it close late. Uh, it, it didn't look great going into the fourth, though. ARAB, got to give ARAB a lot of credit. They are a, uh, that's the first time I got to see ARAB really in person. And um, they're a good-looking football team, Zach. They really are. I mean, we and we talked to Ronnie Shoemate before the game, mm-hmm. and I asked him point blank, "Is this the best Arab team of the last 25 years?" And he said, "Yes." He's been doing it 25 years now. And uh, I mean, and that was clear. Um, you know, they've had some good teams for sure uh, through the years, but that one is as uh, balanced as you can can be defensively, offensively. There's not a whole lot of weakness. And we talked before the game what would be the difference in the game turnovers mm-hmm. and Arab turns the ball over for first play or second oh, play know. of the game and we get it we go four and out and we can't take advantage of it then they score kick the kick the uh uh the the kickoff mm-hmm. and we don't field the kickoff they recover it short field and we end up holding them to i think a field goal on yes. that drive but still it was just like boom right then 10 point swing not taking advantage. Well, 17 if you count, if you think that Gunnersville scores. And that just puts you in a, a 10 nothing hole on the on the road, you know, uh, trying to break in a new quarterback. It's just a tough place to put yourself. And it we was, never got out of that hole. It was exactly the start that it needed. Oh, for sure. It was brutal, man. It was. It's absolutely yeah. brutal. Yeah. And, and then one of the plays, one, if you can take small little moments in the first half of what would have kept that first half closer – um, I think one of the plays of the game was made by Arab receiver Drew Puccio. When, when Date Peterson gets that interception, if he walks into the end zone and it's 10-7, to 7, I mean, we're looking at a completely different. Sure. And, and, and Drew Puccio is able to bring, bring Date down. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, Gunnersville only got three off of that instead of a touchdown. Right. Just stuff like that. And and Coach Reese said it going into the week. It's it's a freshman quarterback that's gonna play, which by the way, I thought I thought for his first start, I thought Street played pretty well. He he did the he made the mistakes that we figure the freshman quarterback's gonna make. The problem was you can't have guys around him also making mistakes. Um and, and we saw plenty of those and I just think it was one of those perfect storm evenings uh for Gunnersville where they they didn't they didn't execute against a team that might be playing their best football right now at their place. Yeah, and it just was so deflating that first quarter. You know, the, it took the crowd out of it. It took uh, it took the um, uh, the team out of it. You just didn't have that same. You know, I was a buddy of mine that played for Gunnersville and played football for Alabama. Justin Moon, he was up there with me in the stands, and he was like, you know, he said, you know, we were five and five my senior year. And when we turned the ball over, we'd come over there and all the Gatorade coolers would be knocked over the tables. <laughs> Everybody yeah. would be angry. Everybody would be upset. And, you know, it was just kind of – I guess it was just like the energy kind of deflated 
on the whole, and I'm I'm throwing the us fans into that yeah. too. Everybody was just kind of deflated and um, right off the bat, and we could never could never get that energy really back. And uh, um, I will say though, um, Street Smith is impressive. You know, we have you have the two interceptions or whatever, but um, those are those are timing issues. Yeah. Um, throwing those to the outside, and and you know, failure to block, failure to, you know, execute on, uh, on all around there, not just on him, but all the coaches that I've talked to are so high on him for the future. Like they think that they've got a special kid there to be quarterback. And it's tough that that's his first start, but, um, uh, you know, I, I, something for him to learn from and oh, just, yeah. just get better from. And I, I think next year and into the following seasons with him, and Julian in the backfield, they're, they're going to be really special, and they're going to go, and they're going to beat the Sabre team, you know, in oh, the coming yeah. years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this team's got nowhere to go but up right now with all the with all the experience that they're gaining right now coming back for next year. But two regular season games left. Uh, Sardis tonight, it's obviously homecoming. So a lot of festivities going on. Parade was earlier today. And, um, you know, it's always fun. Homecoming's always fun, and when this is a Sardis when, team. That's, when did the floats get short? I don't know. I agree. You know, our floats used to be what the eight, ten foot trail, twelve foot trail. Oh I yeah. But now they're like, looks like they're two feet. We're turning into such pawpaws. <laughs> I remember our floats were bigger. Well, I than bet that. They, well, you know, they probably don't even have to put that much work that into those things. That makes me mad. God, we were there all week, all night. Oh no. Uh, oh, they put they put in work. It's just spread out for two weeks. Our oh, junior float. Weeks. Our oh, junior they, float. No, our senior float. It, it was so in Arab. It was so bad. We. We definitely phoned we it in. We were seniors, <laughs> but the thing was, it was a Mardi Gras theme. Was our homecoming parade? Nobody else did a Mardi Gras theme. We did. So you won by default. We we placed second. Oh, it, ours was that bad. It was that oh, bad. It was that bad. But it was the only one. <laughs> only one on theme and that was on theme. Yeah, but they placed us because well, at least they're on theme. Well, we were the only senior class that lost Wildcat Week for like a decade. Oh man, that's a tough that. Hey, that's a tough pill to swallow right there. <laughs> right. That's G- what you need G- to be thinking about all these years later. Juniors came up and and bit us. Oh, that's devastating. Yeah, the, only, the only thing of Wildcat Week we ever won was skits, and that was our senior year. <laughs> hey, it wasn't. That was it. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, I, I I won the gotcha. You know, I, I, I did my part. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Well, at least, at least like, you, you can hang your hat on that, that it wasn't your fault. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> well, Wildcat Week's been going on this week, and I'm sure. Um, it was probably my fault that we lost floats, and we lost, you know, because I, I didn't I didn't put a whole lot of effort into that. But Yeah, it, it, it's always fun, and I love the Gunnersville parade route it's always it's always fun to go go to the parade here so that that was a good time earlier today and uh obviously or later today and then obviously uh the game tonight sardis uh this should be a win for gunnersville i think um i think sardis it, correct me if i'm wrong but they are currently sitting at fifth in the region um so i think they're officially sixth. eliminated sixth. sixth they're officially eliminated they from are. Um, playoff contention they are one and four right now in the region so Gunnersville, if you're going to get right um you know with some of the new things you're doing on offense i think tonight would be a good time to do that now i fully expect to see them uh take care of business tonight if if all you got to do is snap the ball to julian jordan i think you'll be good right totally yeah, yeah they should they should have enough on both sides of the ball to take care of sardis tonight yeah it's um 
Glad it's warmed back up. It has been cold. It's been it's been below freezing um, a few days this week. Speaking of below freezing. Hey, don't rain on my parade. The Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring the show. And don't forget the Sand Mountain Skate. See? See my segue? Love it. Below freezing. <laughs> below Have freezing. you been practicing these segues at home? No, nah, just off the top of my head. <laughs> Sand Mountain Skate. He's outdoor ice rink will be opening in November. Also, if your child has a birthday coming up this fall or winter, don't worry about the cold weather. Plan your next family fun-filled birthday splash at their indoor aquatic center. I think that's what we're going to do with our boys. So much stuff going on up there. Follow their Facebook page for updates. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to talk about the weekend that was college football, unfortunately. And then we will start previewing what is looking like the region standings are going to be as we end the regular season. Don't go anywhere. Do you want to make a splash for your next birthday party adventure? At Sand Mountain Park, we've got you covered. We offer fun-filled family swimming at our state-of-the-art aquatic center. And with multiple birthday party packages available to choose from, we have the right package for you. Both private and semi-private options are available, as well as our amazing food options. For a birthday party you'll never forget, book with us and win the day at Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cramama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2022 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. Hey everybody, this is Stephanie with Haven House Candles and More. Hey, did you know that we've changed locations? Yep, we are downtown and we are very excited to be part of a historic Vance building now. We've had the opportunity to expand everything in our line from our candles that are still made on site, from our home decor to our bistro area. We've added to the wine selection. And of course, we have some of the most amazing small batch poured olive oils and balsamics curated right in Italy. We thank you so much for all of the support that you've given us. And we are very proud to support all the great student athletes of Marshall County. Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. 
Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811. And if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Ball games, shopping with friends, wherever life takes you, on-the-go banking is a breeze with the Citizens Bank and Trust mobile app. Need to check your balance? Check. Deposit that birthday check? Snap. Click. Done. With our mobile app, there's no need to miss anything. From the latest technology to friendly bankers, you can count on citizens to be there in a big way. Citizens Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Third-party fees for data, messaging, and Internet may apply. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From re-graveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in. It's the three and out pregame show. Uh, so we previewed the Gunnersville Sardis game coming up tonight. Uh, Gunnersville comes into the game sitting right now at third in the region. Um, I wanted to look to while we're while we're talking about these region standings. So region seven, uh, Scottsboro, let's see, has got Crossville tonight, so that is a win. And Arab has locked up first place. They yeah. play Hazel Green tonight, and then they do not play next week. So it is looking like – Essentially what you have is Arab has won the region. Scottsboro is going to finish second. Yep. Gunners will third. And then Boaz and Douglas yeah. are battling out for – Big game tonight. Winner, winner goes to playoffs, loser yeah. goes home. Big game tonight. Um Douglas at Boaz. That that's going to be a good one to be at right there. Oh yeah, yeah. That that'll be a really fun game. So if you're just in the county and you don't really have any uh, allegiance to any team, but you just like going out to catch some high school football, that's the one that I would go catch tonight. Where is it at? It's at Boaz. I think Douglas gets the win. I do too. God, Douglas so... was fourteen uh, fourteen was caught for last week at halftime. So physical. Let it get away from him. Yeah, they probably Douglas is just probably like. A, one or two players away, you know. I've, I've coached. Yeah, one or two like really good skill players just, away. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah. So, I would expect Douglas. Douglas is probably the better team, but you never know. Playing on the road, Boaz. You know that despite only having two wins this year, mm-hmm. they were both region wins over Sardis and Crossfield. Yeah. And they've put themselves in a position to yep. qualify for the playoffs. There and, you go. That's how it works. And it's looking like right now, if everything shakes out, well, it's going to. Gunnersville is going to finish third, barring some incredible effort by Sardis tonight. Um, Gunnersville is going to finish third with a win tonight, which puts them on the road at Region 8, number two, which right now looks like to be Russellville, correct? Uh, yeah, I'll take a look at that. They that, made that trip kinda, a few years ago. That's kind of surprising to me. They, they made that trip a few years ago as the oh. third seed. So, well, it's 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 either going to be Russellville or Fairview because they're that's playing right. each other. That's so right. So, the loser – of that game will be who who Gunners will take on. And apparently, um, all I admit it, I've not watched any Fairview football this year, but we were told by Ronnie Shoemate last week that apparently Fairview's got a stud at running back. Um, I'd like to 
see if we could find something on him. But but anyway, yeah, that's so that's the games Gunnersville will be watching to see who they play in the first round. So that game is at Fairview, mm-hmm. and a little I guess a little common opponent between the Wildcats and uh, and Fairview, uh, Lawrence County. Fairview beat them fifty-one to thirty. Oh wow! Gave up thirty points. Gave up thirty points there to Lawrence County. Interesting. Um, But, yeah, we've heard a lot about that running back. And, obviously, the last time we went to Fairview, it was a tough one. I mean, we had to grind that win out. Uh, What was that year that – what was it, like 2015, 2016, when uh, Fairview didn't have a football stadium and they were playing at Coleman and they made made Gunnersville come in on a Saturday? It was like Saturday at like 1 or something. It was like midday kickoff and Bama was playing somebody big. (laughs) I remember that. It was years ago, but – yeah, that's tough. Glad Fairview's got a stadium now. <laughs> well, for for travel purposes, I would much rather travel to Fairview. Oh, yeah, oh, without a doubt, Russellville's yeah. a haul. That's actually you a game well you can actually uh, go to. Here's yeah. the here's the deal with Fairview. They're scoring basically like close to fifty points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, their only loss this season was to Priceville, fifty four to forty seven. Hmm. But uh, they looking through. We don't really share. We don't share any other common opponents other than Lawrence County. But we scores fifty five to thirteen, forty two to twelve, fifty to seven, forty two to fourteen, fifty one to nothing. Uh, they've yeah. been putting up some points. Well, and, and beyond the fact who they've played, I mean, Fairview's a team that Guntersville has been in the same region as the last two years, last year and the year before. So very familiar with that program. Um, and you say it's Russellville at Fairview tonight. Yep, that'll be a good one. That that that'll be a really good one. And. Um, I guess if you're Russellville and Fairview, you you know you're both playing at home. It's just a matter of Who's who, yeah. who you're going to get. Yeah. Um, Guttersville, like I said, obviously going to hit the road for the playoffs this year for the first time in, in a while. I, I can't really remember the last time they hit the road for the playoffs. But regardless, this is another another playoff team, which uh, we expected. I think it was the year we went to Russellville. Yeah, it had to be. The 2000. Is that 18? 17 or 18? 18, something like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll look it up in the break, but I think it was 2018. Speaking of Russellville, which is also a potential uh, a playoff opponent, they lost to Grissom by 13. Hmm. And that was the opening game of the year. They lost to Deschler, which Gunnersville's had a, a history with playing Deschler, usually having to go over there. Yeah. Uh, they lost to them 14-7. to They beat Lawrence County 49-0. to um, And then they lost to Mars Hill, which is a very good uh, 2A yes. program. 31 to 30, uh, Blue Out East Limestone, Brewer, Ardmore, not close. I wouldn't be surprised if Russellville goes to Fairview and wins. They, mm-hmm. they, they've their coaching staff and their uh, their you know older players are u- they're used to as a program being in these situations. Yeah, it's not going to intimidate them at all going on the road to try to win a region championship. Yeah, and it's looking like um, so Arab's going to get Brewer and. Scottsboro, as of now, looks like they're going to get – well, uh, West Point and Brewer play each other tonight. So, that'll that, – th- those two are going – well, I don't know. They're all – okay, <laughs> down at the bottom of Region 8, East Limestone, Ardmore, and Brewer are all three – two and three in the region. So, it, it's all going to shake out tonight to see. Right. Regardless, yeah. Arab's going to get a team that they're going to beat badly in the first round. True. Uh, Scottsboro's going to get a team that they should beat. Um. Scottsboro is one of those teams. It's just they're an interesting team to me. Uh, they're hot and cold. Hot and cold, and you just don't know. They play lots out against Gunnersville, and then the next week they turn around. They're tied with Douglas at halftime. Right. Not, not that Douglas is bad. We've we talked about how yeah. good Douglas is. It's just one of those things. You don't if you beat a Gunnersville quarterback or not. 
if your quarterback's injured or not, you beat Gunnersville, you beat a good team. Right. Um, so, interesting team. But it's it's funny how this region is, has shaken out. I don't think any of us really expected Gunnersville to be in that third spot. I thought we thought at least two. Yes. We thought they'd be at least hosting this right. first-round game. But that's why we play the games. And uh, so, they'll be hitting the road in a few weeks. Next week, uh, Alberville coming to town. So, I mean, obviously – and we're going to be doing that show live, too, yes. from, from Chorba Lee Stadium. We will be doing it live on location at Chorba Lee. Come by and see us. I got um, a lot of good feedback from our live show. Yeah. It wasn't bad. That was, that was fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun. We are on rooftop up there. A little cold. On the press box. Perched high above yeah. Arab Live from Gunnersville High School. Home, home of, of. Home of whatever. Construction. <laughs> yeah. That would be number one. Yeah. Yeah, bring your hard hat if you're going to come hang out Almost with us. the dirt pad right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll be in our usual spot. If the last few years that we've done live shows, we've kind of been right there across the street from the um, uh, the field house and everything right at the ticket gate. So you'll see us. Come by and hang out with us. We'll, uh, we're going to round up some special guests, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you guys there. Uh, when we come back. Now we'll talk SEC football. Yes, when we come back, we're going to talk <laughs> SEC football because we had some shakeups last week. Uh, this is the 3 and Out pregame show. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. People's Bank of Alabama is a local bank you can trust to be there when you need it. We are your neighbors, friends, and family. Whether you're a team player, a coach, a member of the band, a cheerleader on the sidelines, or a fan in the stadium, the People's Bank of Alabama team is proud to be a supporter. We have been a part of this community for over 40 years. This is where we live, work, and play, just like you. From People's Bank of Alabama, here's to a winning season member of FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus, car washes, laundromats, and storage units. Want to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season? Stop by any of our laundromats, car washes, boat and RV storages, or storage facilities in Boaz, Aberville, New Hope, and Gunnersville. Don't forget to bring your laundry for drop-off, wash, and fold service at either one of our locations in Finley Plaza or on the corner of Blen Avenue and Highway 227 for $1.25 a pound. We wish all the student-athletes all the best tonight. Go Wildcats! Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency would like to thank the community for their continued support and wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Lake Gunnersville Insurance is a local, independent agency committed to the principles of service, integrity, and professionalism, and they make getting insurance simple. Reach them at 582-4039 or drop by their office located on the corner of Blunt Avenue and Loveless Street. Best of luck tonight from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. 
Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street. A locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Catch a value at Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash with their unlimited monthly plan, starting at just $16.99 a month. Classic by the Lake is a professional full-service car wash located right next to Gunnersville Chevrolet across from Walmart on Highway 431. Local owner Nick Couch delivers personal customer service, and you can count on his employees to provide friendly, outstanding results each visit. Protect your investment and drive clean year-round with Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash's monthly unlimited wash club. Wash your vehicle every day if you'd like with convenient monthly billing starting at just $16.99. Whether you need to get in and out for an express wash or want the works with interior service and detail, give the local guys a visit today. Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash on Highway 431, right next to Gunnersville Chevrolet. Open Monday through Saturday. Now back to the three and out pregame show, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in. It's the three and out pregame show. We're going to talk some SEC football. Um, just let's just be honest. Not a good weekend last weekend. If you're uh, an Auburn or Alabama fan, just uh, wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, so 11 a.m. Get the day started with Auburn actually coming back. Um, a novel idea of giving Tate Bigsby the ball, and uh, saw it happen, and still lost the game. Uh, but I thought for a minute, I was like, oh, Lane Kiffin cannot beat this Auburn team. Oh, I know. Gosh. I was like, he is about to lose this game. Well, he started it off on Saturday in his, oh, inter- yes. in his interview with, with Lane game day. And he said, he said, let's go beat the state of yep. Alabama, Tennessee fans, together. Yep. And I thought, oh, man. This That's is just, just Lane. Not, just Lane being Lane. Uh, but, yes, no. <laughs> Ole Miss holds off Auburn. This Auburn team is an is an enigma. They are. I just don't I don't know what to figure with them. And I know. Uh, and you know, <laughs> T.J. Finley, you know he he goes on tick he makes a TikTok about what well, you know basically why oh, is yeah. everybody hating me? Everybody t- every other quarterback turns the ball over. Yeah. And everybody wants to point the fingers at me. And what does he do? The first drive. First. He gets drive. He fumbles. I know. And turns the ball over. I know. And it's like, uh, uh, but I do remember getting ready for the Bama game to start, and you know, eating whatever, hanging out, talking, and then I glanced over there and I, I looked at my brother and said, "Is Auburn within a touchdown of Ole Miss?" <laughs> I was like, "What? What has happened over here?" That was a smart move by Brian Harson, though. Was, to get was pulling. I don't even know his Robbie, name. Robbie to get yeah. Robbie Ashford out, pulling yeah. him out for a whole series, talking to him. Yeah, putting him back in. Yeah, there. you don't want him to once, once he put him throw once he put him back in there. I th- thought he played really well. I yeah. think Robbie Ashford's going to be good for this Auburn program going forward. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. Uh, good. I, I mean, I 
I think it's relative. I think he's yeah. He's like John Parker Wilson with wheels. And that, that's, yeah. That's how I would compare him. I don't think he's going to be some kind of elite quarterback, but I think he could potentially get the job done with a good running back and a good defense. But yeah, uh, yeah. Know, I w- I was almost right though. Uh, you know, I said Ole Miss was going to come out in this revenge game. They're going to blow out Auburn, mm-hmm. twenty-one to nothing. Yeah. And then I know so I was, I was thinking like, that I was sitting there, and then and then I texted my wife and I said, "Hey, look at this score." Uh, blah blah. Totally jinxed it. Yeah, <laughs> they back came and back, made it a game. But so then no, uh, that's another game I was right about. Which one? Auburn, Ole Miss. I said Ole Miss is going to struggle a little bit with the team they shouldn't. Yeah, and they and did they the did. week before. They did against Vandy too the week before. So this Ole Miss team's a little weird too. But regardless, they are. There's a lot of hot and cold teams out there. Yep. Regardless, and it doesn't stop at the sport of football. Mm-hmm. We can't let Greg off the hook before we get to Alabama. Ah, uh, yes. We're, we all three picked Florida State, and then they went and they they were they were playing great in the first mm-hmm. half, and it's like they didn't have enough juice. That Clemson defensive line will wear. Oh yeah, you they're down. Yeah, it's elite without uh, a doubt. Um, but this <laughs> this Florida State team, y'all hated on me and and made fun of me at the beginning of the year, but they're trending to six and six. What's their record now? It's um, four and four and four and two. Four and three. Four and three. Yep, mm. I believe. And I know Greg's listening. If we're wrong, he's screaming at the radio right now. We'll look it up, and make sure. But um, but yeah, that that ended up being a a good game as we expected. But uh, let's let's address the elephant in the room. Excuse the no pun. pun. Yeah, no pun. Yeah, let's address the elephant in the room. Um, it was hard. So when you score, we're talking about Alabama, Tennessee. Just my quick opinion, I don't care what happens in the game. If you just look, if you score 49 points, you should win a football game. Uh, without a doubt. And well, you got beat by three. Alabama has literally won every football game they've ever had up until this point. Yep. If they've scored 49 points. Yep. Um, so. Or more. Uh, the I, We're we're not going to – obviously, I'm not going to get into the officials. That's a whole other thing. Well, but, I, mean, I, I get it, but, I mean – that, a lot no. of penalties are completely warranted. Well, exactly. Alabama's been one, is the most undisciplined team in the country right now. They're the most undisciplined team that Saban's ever had, uh, without um, a doubt. And so, let me just say though, you can't you can't let the coaching staff off the hook when the Tennessee how they scored just about every passing touchdown was literally about the same kind of concept. Mm-hmm. They stack their receivers, they get a safety on eleven, and. 11 burns the safety, and he goes and scores a touchdown. It's, it was just about every time. And you're sitting there thinking, when are we going to adjust? When are we going to – Saban said they made adjustments, but I didn't really see them. They're not going to play – he's not going to play anything but man. Right. I mean, that that's the thing. Well, they did, play, they did play some zone in the first half, and they dropped back. They've dropped back with eight. They rushed three. Um, I would expect – see, I think Georgia's going to have – a lot of success against Tennessee, doing the complete opposite of what we did, which is blitz constantly. Yeah, I agree. Curb that Kirby blitz constantly. He, 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 he Hooker is a great quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he's phenomenal. And if you give him time, even if, like he's gonna make plays. And we're we're rushing three, we're rushing four. He knows what's coming. You know the the defensive line, the linebackers did not have a good game. No, Henry Toa Toa looked completely lost. Um, the I, pass rush was not. The defense was non-existent. Saban said it in the in the post game press conference about your your job is not safe. I'd like to see it this week. Some of these guys need a wake up call a, 
and they need a little benching time, you want to start them, okay. But if they if they keep playing like that, and my, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not a week. It's not a week to no. and a week to feel sorry for yourself. We're not will sorry. Rogers will come in and drop 400 on you. I, yes. I feel I feel sorry for him because I I, I, I I don't I, think honestly, it's Alabama's last loss. I'm just gonna be honest. honest I think you're. I mean, you could I be right. You could be right. You could be right, but you also. I don't think it's their last. You could be right, but you also still think Brian Kelly's going to the national championship. He is. He, so he might beat Alabama this year. Doubt it. Um, that team should have lost to A&M two weeks ago. Texas should have lost to Texas. Should have lost to Texas. So we knew it was coming. Oh no! This, I, I knew this team wasn't and, getting and through the I, season without and a loss. I personally think this is not being a homer at all. I think they needed it. Well, thank and thank God, Bryce is unreal. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, because because if if he if he wouldn't have played Saturday, Jalen Miller plays that game. Well, that's a it, twenty it, point loss. It'd right? have been fifty two to ten. Yeah, like it'd been bad. because it was it was bad in the first quarter. I remember at one point I looked at uh, the folks I was watching the game with, and I said it would be nice if Alabama would start acting like Tennessee wants to win this game too. Right. <laughs> because the way this game has started, Al- these. Alabama has walked into this stadium thinking, "We've won this game 15 years in a row. We'll it'll eventually. We'll 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 come out of here with a win." Yeah. And it was 20 to seven before yeah. you could blink right off the bat. Yeah. Man. And and then 17 penalties to start the game. A block in the back on the kickoff. On the kickoff. As soon as that happened, I said, "Well, how, here we go. Here we go." You get, and, it, and it happened two times. Two in a times. Row. And if not two times in a row, two times in the first quarter, how do you get a block in the back on a ten yard return? I don't know. What about the muff the muff punt? Oh um, it, it what even, was that? It wasn't even a it, just <laughs> what was move he away. Doing? It was what like was he a fail. He was trying to pick up the ball. Yeah. If anything, fall on it. it. Get out of the way. It's not a kickoff. The, it's a punt. So so Kool Aid's like trying to dummy it like he's gonna catch it and he moves out of the way. Yeah. And I guess he thought that Kool Aid touched it. I don't know. And so he's going to recover it, be the hero, and then it just squirt trot out. And it takes a whole new meaning to hero to zero. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, all the mistakes, all the penalties. You're right there with a field goal. And then all the penalties. With- <laughs> but then all the penalties that weren't called because I'll tell you. Oh, the targeting number, was bad. Number 21. That, What's the definition of the targeting, missing, man? The, the missed targeting was real bad. And, and then, then you he, watch on Sunday some of the some but of the then, passes. But then the same guy comes and makes a big sack in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. I'm and, like, that shouldn't have happened. And, and, you should have been gone in mid-second. There is no consistency to no, targeting. It's awful. You see, like, what, what uh, um, uh, Malachi Moore did in uh, A&M last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Malachi or Brian Branch, whoever it was. We've, we've talked about that before. And then you see that, and you're thinking, like, a quarterback – you know, a receiver is expecting to get hit, knows yeah. is is looking down the field, is seeing the defense, oh. catching the ball, knowing what's coming a little bit more than a quarterback who's looking for receivers and he's feeling the pressure, but he's not see he's not able to like really def- look it all in. Defenseless player throws it in, and I mean he's coming straight. You can see the eyes yeah. on twenty one of Tennessee. He's looking. He sees that Bryce has thrown the ball, still hits him in the head. Mm. And then it goes to review. Not to mention the fact that Brad Nessler, Gary Danielson, and Gene Steratore all. Yeah, this is going to be targeted. Yeah, easy, well, easy and that's target. when we should have thought we we should have known. We should we, have. You're it's right. not going to be. <laughs> nope. Not if all be the if again. all three of them. But look, I'm going to make this plug. If you're knowledgeable of the ga- of any sport, doesn't have to be football, football, basketball, volleyball, soccer. 
and you want to make a little side cash. Yeah. <laughs> contact your local officiating yes. association. Yes. And please become a referee because the referees around here and uh, all the way to the college level are just atrocious. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there are some good ones because I have friends that are there, referees. There are, there are better referees in high school ball right now than that crew that we yes. saw at Alabama, Tennessee. I mean, I'll tell you that. But I have yeah, friends was... that are referees, and I'm not hating on y'all. I'm hating on your friends that are referees. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, it's just – because they're needed too. Officials Bad. are needed at every single level. Uh, but but then, like I said, you go to uh, on that targeting call. You go and you watch the NFL on Sunday, and the roughing the passers that are getting called in the NFL, and you're like, the Bryce interference. is Bryce is spitting teeth out. If pass interference <laughs> in the NFL, if if you called it the way that that college refs call pass interference, there would hardly ever be any any catch balls any anything like that it would just be pass interference on every play yeah, yeah it would be they allow no they, in college they allow nothing mm-hmm. in nfl guys like they they allow that arm on the back they allow that and it and it, it allows more consistency mm-hmm. like when you cuz you, you you start to open it up it's it's like uh um when you're very strict on things you you leave that ability for it not to be consistent across the board. You allow it to be lenient. Right. When you're lenient, when you just say, okay, well, we're going to be across the board a little more lenient on defenses. That's what Saban was saying in the press conference. We need to know how how they're going to call this so that we can coach our players mm-hmm. yeah, to exactly. do certain things. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, this weekend, um, Auburn's off, uh, I believe. They're, yes, uh, Auburn is by week. Um, not a whole lot going on uh this week in college football, it's a good one. You got Ole Miss at LSU. If you're, if you're planning on the pumpkin patch, uh, you know now's probably a good time to go check that good out. Good pumpkin patch day. Pink pumpkin run is Saturday um, morning. Pink pumpkin run is Saturday morning. Uh, you got, I guess the, the the big ones in the SEC are Ole Miss at LSU. Yep. Um, Ole Miss opened up as a two point favorite. Is now swung swung to LSU being a two point. Yeah, favorite. this is gonna be Ole Miss first loss. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I've I've picked against LSU. I think LSU's, just about every week. LSU sneaky good, and what we found out against that Tennessee, the Tennessee game, Tennessee's good, is what we found out. And LSU just simply wasn't ready to play that team. And we're gonna finally see how Jackson Dart handles not being at home. Yeah, and having to play on the road and against a team that is as good as you and a yeah. good feisty defense. Because LSU's alive. Yeah, in the West they are. And really, everybody's alive right now. Besides who. A&M and Auburn are probably eliminated themselves. Arkansas probably has two. So yeah. you're looking at Al- Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss, and that's really it. That's it. That's it. And Mississippi State. Well, Mississippi kind of, Mississippi State, if they went out, would be in. Yeah. Which I'm telling you, I'm, I, Alabama better get over it. Alabama has allowed, I think, was it three points per game or five points per game to, uh, to Mike Leach in the last two years? <laughs> We've shut them completely down. Gave it 52. And their best running back is out of the game. The guy that is account, accounted for 60% of their rushing yards this year, out of the game, got injured against Kentucky. Who else? What, what's the rest of the slate look like? Because I know there's some more people are off. So, obviously, you got Bama and State. You've got UCLA at Oregon. That is a, a big oh, Pac-12 yeah. showdown. Not, and it's not after dark. It's actually at 2.30. Well, I'm glad it's at Oregon, so there will actually be people there. Um, Texas. Right. Yeah. Texas at Oklahoma State, so that's a big one for the yes. Big 12. Um, I guess we'll find out really. can't believe that Oklahoma State team let TCU come back. Uh, is Texas going to be back? Are they back? They're 5-2. Quinn Ewers is that good. They um, better win there. They'll be 5-3. Where, where, where are they playing? At Oklahoma State. 
No. Te- Texas, it's a, it's a, Texas is a touchdown favorite in that game, which is surprising. Oak- so surprising. Um, Oklahoma State is going to do the same thing Alabama is going to do to Mississippi State, to Texas. Yeah. I can see it happening because I like that Oklahoma State team. I, I think too. it's good. I like um, I like Alabama big over Mississippi State this weekend. I do too. I'm not I'm not saying they're going to lose. I'm just saying it is a game they could lose playing bad enough. The other one, and this is not that big of a game, but boy, you want to talk about losing this and getting the fans right back on your back. A and M three and three going on uh, the road to South Carolina four and two. If Jimbo losable. loses that and goes to three and four, totally lose. He's only they're only a three point favorite. Yeah. So uh, you know most people think that it's going to be close. Man, if uh, if Beamer Ball can get that win, they'll go to five and two. Yeah, totally losable for A and M. And A and M drops to three and four it could, because it seems like in after A and M barely lost to Alabama, that everybody it was a moral victory for A and M fans. Oh, look at how great we did, and let's get back behind Haynes King and the coaching staff. And then, boy, if you go and you drop one in Columbia. Yeah. Yikes! Three and four, what, and then and what then, time is that game? And then they've still got that's a six thirty, so that's going to be right around the same time Alabama's Dang, playing. They still I'm got t- Ole Miss, they still got Auburn. <laughs> so here's the schedule for A and M. They have uh, they have Massachusetts. They'll get a win there. That's the, anybody. Right, hold on, hold, it, mm. UMass is bad, bad. It doesn't matter. They're bad, bad. Ole Miss, <laughs> Florida, both at home. Yeah. Okay, and that's that's a tough one for Ole Miss too, having to go oh, yeah. to Kyle Field. At Auburn, I could see Auburn totally winning that oh, game. Oh yeah, that's the be. Um, especially if they if they fired Harson and they've got an interim coach in oh, uh, running the show. I don't think he's going anywhere until yeah. an AD is in place. And then they've got LSU at Kyle Field. So this is the other than Jordan Hare, November twelfth. This is the last away game for for A and M. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing, a positive thing for them. But they've got Ole Miss, Florida. LSU all at home and Auburn on the road. That's tough. I mean, uh-huh. you could see if A&M loses this game, you could see them not be ball eligible. Oh, yeah. Wow, wouldn't that be rough? After, Dude, being, that, after being preseason top ten? I know. Dude, that could be a one in three. Yeah. Easy. Totally. Because I, be like, I like Florida going in. I mean. The back half of this season is going to be very interesting. Very interesting to see what happens. See if, obviously, Alabama's playing to get back to Atlanta and possibly getting that rematch with Tennessee that they're – probably desperately want and then if not you're going to get georgia again but a lot of football left to be played so it's exciting that was our sec talk for the week uh this is the three and out pregame show we got to get to break when we come back we are going to talk with coach reese and then we're going to close the show up and send it to the field so three and out pregame show we'll be right back Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Former Gunnersville Wildcats, Steve and Cole Carver would like to assist you with all of your real estate needs, whether buying, selling, or an auction. They do it all with over 30 years combined experience. Contact them at 256-571-6775 or 256-293-3840. Carversold at gmail.com. 
Remax Gunnersville. Sports are very important here in Marshall County and provide an outlet to keep our kids safe. Hello, this is Marshall County Sheriff Phil Sims. I want to wish all the great student athletes competing on the field tonight the best of luck. And let's make 2022 our best and safest year yet. The Marshall County Sheriff's Office is here to help you when you need us. Feel free to reach out to us. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Go Wildcats from everyone at SoCo Roofing. You can count on SoCo to always go above and beyond. We offer free inspections and one of our knowledgeable consultants will walk you through each step of the process and work hand in hand with your insurance provider. Give us a call at 256-677-9002. We were here before the storm and we will be here after the storm. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnerful Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Downtown 412 wants to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 is Gunnerville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to follow their Facebook page to stay up to date on daily specials and live music scheduling. Go Wildcats! From the staff at Downtown 412 in Gunnersville. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! Now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Coach Reese, to you and all the coaching staffers, everybody that helps you with that wonderful coaching program at Guntersville High School. Thank you from Foodland, right across the street in the high school. Real backers of athletic programs at all the high schools here in the county but especially the one right across the street from us. Happy homecoming to all you homecoming grads from Foodland, across from the high school. 
Welcome back into another week of the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you so much for joining us again. Uh, obviously, a little bit of a tough trip uh, last Friday night to Arab, but what are, what are some of the things you can learn from a loss like that? Uh, well, it was a you know it was a difficult trip to Arab. They've got an excellent football team, uh, well coached. I think they started 15 seniors, so we knew that we were going to have to play our give our best effort. Uh, I thought the effort was good uh, on our part, but. Uh, we made some mistakes that you can't make against a good football team. You know, you, looking at it early, we got we got a turnover first play of the game and had a great chance to go in and, and make a play early, which is something we felt like we needed to do, and then we didn't get that done. Uh, had a couple uh, costly turnovers, pick sixes that, uh, you know, anytime you make a turnover that gives the other team points, it's a big play. Had a turnover on a kickoff where we didn't feel the kickoff return, but basically gave them a field goal, so – uh, as as good as they are, uh, we we just made some mistakes that we we cannot make in the future. So just got to go back and look at those uh, look at those areas, learn from them, and make sure we don't repeat them. Play two guys at quarterback um, with little experience, but they they played. They both shared snaps. Talk about those two guys and what you saw from each of them. Yeah, we went primarily with Street Smith, who's a who's a freshman. Uh, obviously, we lost Antonio Spurgeon, our senior quarterback, and. Uh, and I talked to kids all week. We can't, we can't ask, you know, Street to go in there and play at Antonio's level. If he was, he would have been the starter. So when, when you've got especially a freshman going in there, everybody's got to pick up their, their game, whether it be offensive line receivers, even the defense and special teams. So, uh, you know, Street did some really good things. No, he was he gave great effort. He made some mistakes. But at the end of the day, you know, we win together and lose together, and we're going to uh, look at that and look at what uh, we need to do as an offense to just uh, have success. It may be we need to continue to kind of do less because when you're struggling, a lot of people want to do more, but you really need to me, I've all, my philosophy has been we might need to condense things and just get it down to the few things we can do and try to do those right. So, uh, you know, it's kind of kind of odd week, week eight, week nine to be saying that we're starting over but with a with a new quarterback and with the offense that we run uh we've got to take a look at what we're doing and make sure we're not trying to ask him to do too much going into the fourth quarter um you know you guys fought you battled uh were able to score two more touchdowns i know you had to be proud to see that yeah i was and we knew that and i told the kids at halftime we were down we're just going to keep playing and uh keep supporting our teammates we're making mistakes we're going to keep going out there because you know we know that we've got two more games left and then the playoffs so we felt like it was important regardless we've got to get confidence in this new offense and uh and our players that are on the field and kind of believe in each other and find out what we can do so i thought it was really important for us to have success in the fourth quarter and see that uh we can still throw the ball because we know that we got, you know, we we got some really good receivers that need to touch the ball, so we can still throw the ball, uh, and then we can still do what we've been doing early in the year by having success with the running back, running as well as the quarterback. You know, we're we're probably we may not get back to that pace of play that we were as far as going fast paced. We were really doing well with that, uh, like Buckhorn game and some of those. So that might be something you don't see us doing, but there's other things we can do to, to still have success. You turn the page now, and you have another region game this Friday night, taking on Sardis. It's also homecoming. Uh, what do you know about the Sardis team? And and I know it's important to close the year out with a with a region win for sure before yeah. you take on that. Uh, Sardis got a new coach. I know he uh, came in with a lot of excitement, and he was you know talked talked a lot about all the success he had he had in the previous places he had been. Uh, 
I, I'm sure that there, there's always a lot of excitement among the kids and, you know, they're football players, but they're also high school students. So homecoming the time that there'll be, there'll be activities going on every night uh, this week. And then our, our volleyball teams playing. So there's a lot that uh, they can focus on other than football, which they should. But when we are here and when we are on the practice field, we are in the meeting rooms watching films. That's when we've got to focus in and make sure that we're, uh, that we're getting ready to be at the best version of Gunner football we can be. We want them to still have, have fun, have, have a good homecoming, but when we're here, it needs to be all work, and we need to all be focused on not only winning this game, but just continue. To, we, we've got to find a way to be the best we can be moving forward with that big week 10 at Albertville and then, and then hopefully the playoffs. And, you know, going into the Stars game, I mean, you just talked about, you know, uh, Street getting the experience he got against Arab, but, you know, going into Sardis, are there a handful of things you'd like to see from him in this next game, or is it just one of those things where it's just, just progress each week, just see what you can get yeah. better at each week? To me, uh, he, he's, he's going to always do his best. So just do your best, but also play with confidence. Uh, you're going to, as a quarterback, uh, you're going to make mistakes. So you just got to uh, rely on those other ten guys around you and realize you don't have to be perfect. Just do your best. And, uh, you know, one thing, a quarterback, you've got to get it in and out of the huddle. You've got to get the formation from the sideline, get the play, make the call, get to the line of scrimmage, make sure everybody's lined up correctly. If they don't, you're responsible for moving over there. That's a great, you know, that's a lot to put on a senior like Antonio, let alone a, a freshman. So what can we do to help him? We can we can get in and out of the huddle. We can, we can line up correctly. We can do a lot of things. The other 10 guys that have been starting, they can do a lot of things to help him make his job easier, and that's what we've got to do. Good deal, Coach. We appreciate it as always, and best of luck tonight. All right. Thank you very much. The good folks at Foodland are so proud to sponsor the Coach Lance Reese Show every week preceding the high school football games. Folks, Foodland invites you to come take advantage of our tremendous sale. Over in the produce market, red or golden delicious apples that are grown in the east, a five-pound bag for only $3.99. And you know about an apple a day. You betcha. Have a good game and homecoming and best wishes from Food Bay. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. And that was Coach Reese. Uh, obviously, you can tell from that interview with Coach Reese, he knows there's uh, a lot of work to do. And like he said, they're back to the basics yep. when it comes to offense. I mean, he said it's, it's it's odd to have to do that on week eight. But it is what it is. I mean, if you got to go back to the basics and, and simplify the offense and get – basically, you got to get the ball now into your best player's hands easier. So, Brandon Fusell, Julian Jordan – C.J. Gomera, they have to touch the ball almost immediately now and, and try and figure out a way to not put so much pressure on street to move the ball. Um, and obviously they're not going to say this, but with Sardis and Albertville here, you've got two two weeks to really see if you can't hone in on something before you either go on the, before you go on the road to the playoffs. Right, yeah. Um, and that's we. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't really get Fusel the ball much uh-uh. at, at Arab. You I was know? surprised was, by that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised to see more of those. Um, you know, motion handoffs to uh, him or with, to Evan Taylor. 
Direct snaps to Julian. Direct snaps to Julian. Handing the ball off to Brandon Fusell. I mean, I could see that. Yeah, motion you know, him in the back backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of different things. Because you're at the you're at the end of the season, right? Yeah. Uh, pull out all the stops. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe this week you don't want to show a whole lot. You don't want Aberville to see a whole lot. I don't know. You got to work on it too, though. You got to work on your execution. Um, because I'm I'm gonna tell you. I mean, we kind of given Gunnersville the win tonight, and we think you know based on uh, the the previous year or the how the year's shaking out that they'll probably get the, an easy win tonight. I don't think that that Aberville game is gonna be that easy. I really don't. I know they've had they've struggled. They're one in seven for a reason, but they still have athletes. They still they're going to be fired. It is their season. This is their last game for for their seniors and all that. And I've seen teams before. uh, Albert, I've seen us when we're supposed to get blown out by them, beat them. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, And, And speaking of Albertville, just to remind you guys, next week we will be live from the campus of Gunnersville High School. We will be right across the road there from the field house so come by and see us the show will start at five um would love for everybody to come see us so i'm excited about doing another live show john davis yeah we got a lot of uh positive feedback about that yeah yeah we'll do it again i, th- I, I wish we could figure out a way for people to call in yeah but we'll figure it out gunnersville home of city harbor home of construction yeah <laughs> a lot of construction <laughs> everywhere <laughs> which is a good thing that's not, that's never a bad thing, um, but no, we're excited about it. I I love doing the live shows, and uh, and then obviously on into the playoffs. If we get a home playoff game at some point, we'll probably do another live show for that. I imagine, but um, yeah, last week was a lot of fun. Obviously, didn't turn out for the Gunnersville faithful like uh, they would have wanted it to, but you know we had a good time, and I'm looking forward to do it again. Uh, Coach Reese also talked about. Getting uh, getting the offense to a point where where there's more consistency, kind of what you know you're going to get, and I think a lot of that has to do too with this. This is when the scout team guys are so important. You know, these two weeks right here is when it's really important to have your guys who are challenging your starters to play well, and I think that's um, to me that goes unlooked a lot. And as a coach, you know, you know how important it is for your your starters get challenged. Uh, oh, totally. In just, practice, just having, yeah, just and the they've they've got a good scout team because this yeah. JV team, you know, is undefeated this For year sure. and only allowed touchdowns in one game. Is that That's right? Awesome. I think mm-hmm. I think that I think that uh, someone told me that. Um, so they've got some good guys to give them a, gr- a good look and, uh, um, yeah. But no, it's it, you're you're absolutely correct. When we're preparing for big games. Um, we're trying to get, you know, we're play, when we're preparing to play Crossville, which is our big rival mm-hmm. in soccer, and they're very good in soccer. We're, you know, we're, we're we're we get our JV guys, and we have them run the same stuff that that Crossville runs, which is a lot different than what we see on a normal basis. And it and it really, I feel like it does help our p- players prepare. So yes, you're right. That scout team work is is imperative. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see. You know this offense for the next two weeks. I agree with I agree with you, Zach. They're probably not going to show a ton, um, but it will be interesting to see some more confidence get built into this offense as they go towards the playoffs. And so we're watching teams, we're watching games around the area tonight. Douglas is at Boaz. The winner of that is going to be in is going to go to the playoffs. They get the fourth spot in the playoffs. Um, who else? Who else did we talk about? Score- Russellville is at Fairview. Yes. Score prediction on Douglas. Boaz, I don't. I don't do scores. You got to. You got to. No, I don't do scores, man. Twenty-one. 
21. I think more points. 21-14, Douglas. 31-28, Douglas. And then he's I like just, Douglas, though. So. He's just going to say a name. Just say a name. Uh, for, the, for the record, I'll, uh, both of those coaches are awesome. Coach oh, Lyles yeah. and Coach Sullivan are awesome dudes. Um, so, whichever one of them win, they deserve to get in the playoffs, and congrats uh, to those guys uh, for getting in. I'm going to go with Douglas because – You got to. Because my of the mother, concession stand? My mom, who is a saint yes. on this earth, mm-hmm. is from Douglas. There you go. There you go. So, <laughs> that's a good reason. That's a good reason. Right I've there. got relatives at Douglas. My, so, cousin, my cousin actually played for Douglas in like 2001, mm-hmm. two. I had a cousin that played for Douglas, too. So – there you go. But you know, if if you're comparing concession stands, you got you got to go. I mean, it's not at Douglas, but I don't That's know. Not even close. Sneaky good for Boaz soccer concession stand. They do the tacos on yeah, the griddle. You told oh, me about that. That me. sounds awesome. Sneaky good. That sounds awesome. I don't know if they did that for football, but um, I'm very excited about tonight, though. I, I think it's going to be a good chance for for Gunnersville to get things back on the right track, get these next two wins, and have something really to hang your hat on going into the playoffs. Like we said earlier and like we've said several times, we will be live next week uh, right there on campus for the Albertville game. I cannot believe we're at the final two games of the season, but here we are. I hope everybody enjoys herself tonight. It is going to be a beautiful Friday night for high school football. Get out and watch a game, um, even if you don't have anybody that you're, you know, having allegiance to. Get out and watch a game tonight because it's always fun. Uh, this is the 3 and Out pregame show. We are always happy to be here each and every week. I'm Joe Cagle, that's Zach Ross, that's John Davis Rollins. Please take care of yourselves and each other, and we will see you guys next week.